Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, welcome back to the Run Dot Down here on the Strickland YouTube channel. If you're listening to this, is Strickland Podcast Network. Um, Knicks lose, bringing their winning streak to a halt at nine. Um, 113 to 105 to the Lakers of Los Angeles, who are in super try hard mode tonight, of course. Um, yeah, before we get into all that, it's playoff time, and the usual suspects are headed to Vegas for the championship. And our partner, Bet Online, is your number one source for football odds, stats, trends, and lines with everything from point spreads to hundreds of bets on everything from the coin toss to the color of Gatorade. Bet Online is the number one source for your championship wagering. Head to Bet Online and join today to get into the all the action. Bet Online, the game starts here. All right, so we kind of saw the worst of what this team can look like when it's fully depleted. Um, and I don't think there's really much takeaways to really take away from this game that much. I mean, like, obviously, when, you know, they double team Brunson doesn't leave much for the rest of the team to do out there, especially when Josh Hart's not taking open threes. And when he finally decided to, they still weren't falling, um, you know, precious. And um, I felt like our bigs didn't have the best games. Anthony Davis kind of controlled things down low. Um, and yeah, I mean, it just sucks that they had to lose this game shorthanded, but it is what it is. Um, yeah. Shwin, your, your thoughts. <laughs> I don't have much else to say really. Um. Yeah, I don't really have much beyond that. Um, I guess you can say he should have played Brunson less. Like, I, I don't know. Um, I know there are people that are really upset up the minutes. I don't know. Tell you if you really wanted to see Evan Fournier on the floor or Marmal Flynn or whatever. Um, I mean, look. At the end of the day, Tibbs is not going to play guys he thinks are not worthy of being on the floor. That's the coach you have. So um, this is why they need to add another body before the deadline. I think they know that. Um, you know, we'll see the deadline is in, what, five days? So um, basically four at this point, uh, Thursday, I, I believe, if I remember correctly. Um, so that's just what it is. They need to get another body. They definitely need to get somebody else who can dribble and create. Um, you saw exactly why today in that fourth quarter, while – Doris and Mike Brain were acting like, you know, they had locked down the prime warriors or something. Um, but <laughs> yeah, it, I, I don't know. I don't really have, I, I just don't understand anybody who's like super upset about this loss. Um, and I also think it's weird that people are just like, well, he couldn't play. Like I was like, Oh, maybe you should have tried Deuce instead of Josh Hart in the fourth quarter. And there are people like Deuce pissed himself. And I'm like, did you watch Josh Hart tonight on offense? Like he was, not i mean he wasn't good and more importantly like one guy's been shooting well over 40 percent from three for the season the other guy is shooting well is he under 30 percent for the year yes. um i have no idea i i just know he's shooting terribly from three so like look if they're not going to defend three guys on the floor i don't really know what you want jalen brunson to do like the only thing he can do is basically try and take more step backs and more pull-up dribbles and pull-up dribble threes but like I don't know. I, I, I look and I, and I'm, and I'm saying this is like, if they put Deuce in, I don't really believe that like the game was going to tilt or something. Like, I, I don't think the Knicks had the horses to win this game. 
it's unfortunate. It'd have been nice if they had OG for this one. Uh, Cause I do think they would have won the game if they had OG, but they didn't. And that's just what it is. So I, I don't know. I congrats to the Lakers for winning their Super Bowl, which is apparently what this was tonight for them. Um, but yeah, <laughs> never haven't seen LeBron locked in like this since the in season tournament. It's absolutely ridiculous that he decided to turn it on tonight out of all nights. Yeah. So, I mean, look, they didn't, him and AD didn't play on Thursday either in that Boston game. So they were clearly resting for this one. Um, I don't buy this idea that LeBron, like, what did he say? Turn around and shoot around. He's like, oh, I've been better. I'm like, Dude, shut up. You're a fucking robot. Like, you're not hurt. Um, AD is a fucking loser, by the way. That dude was such a fucking cornball tonight, just like super aggressive. Like he was like screaming at Precious in like the first four minutes of the game, and he made a dunk. I was just like, get a life, dude. Um, but those two yeah, are look, both just... really hamming it up tonight for whatever reason. I don't know if they're trying to get yeah. themselves up or. Yeah, and no. and at the end of the day, like again, I don't really know what else to say. But if you don't let like like if you allowed. AD to camp out in the paint because you're not playing a rim like a you're not really stretching the floor at all and then guys can help off of Precious and guys can help off of Josh Hart like at some point once they commit to like we're just gonna let this guy shoot then it is what it is um like Josh Hart needed to make them pay he didn't he also made stupid decisions at times especially in the fourth quarter and Dante I mean like he shot well obviously there are nights he might shoot better but like I'm not gonna rip on him too much Brunson pretty clearly ran out of gas, I think, in the fourth quarter with all the help he was facing. So, yeah, I don't know. Like, I still thought the Knicks gave a really good effort. I, I don't think you can ask for much more. And I think that, you know, I get why people wish that he had played, like, Evan Fournier a few minutes and Malachi Flynn and whoever just to, like, get some rest because it's a game in February and I get all that. You know who your coach is. So don't expect that. And – we can debate the merits of that approach, but that approach is what it is. Like, I don't really feel the need to debate it every fucking game. Like he's going to play guys a lot. And when he can, he'll try to buy them minutes. If he doesn't think he can buy them minutes, then it is what it is. We've seen him do this now for four fucking years. Like if you're still acting shocked and aghast and fucking crying about this. Like, I don't know, man, get a fucking life. Maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I, I'm usually one to complain about people's minutes and rotations and whatnot. But like, when we're as shorthanded as we are, and we're trying to keep this thing rolling with the win streak and whatnot, and just trying to win games in general, like, if Dibs feels like the guys that he's putting out on the court are going to give us the best chance, I mean, I don't disagree with who he put out on the court. Like, I didn't want to see, um, I didn't want to see any Fournier out there for sure. I mean, I know people were talking about like for shooting purposes and whatnot, but that's what you have Deuce for, um, like you mentioned. Um, and like you said, I don't think Deuce would have like made some game breaking change. Maybe it would have. Maybe he would have hit some some of those threes that Josh Hart just didn't take. Um, because my God, wow, Josh Hart in that fourth quarter. I mean, they left him open for three like what four four times, and like three of those times he like drove in. And like either took like a, a stupid fadeaway or he 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 passed it right back out um, to reset the play and just led to nothing. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what more to say. Um, I can complain about LeBron and AD resting, which we all kind of called they were gonna rest and then go supernova versus us, um, go super try hard. Um, but yeah. 
congrats to the Lakers for you know finally locking in. And and, and also, what the hell is up with Torian Prince in, in, in Madison Square Garden? Like, why does he always do this? Like last year he had the thirty-five point game. This year he had like what sixteen, eighteen off the bench. Like, this is insanity. Yeah, I don't know. He's a fucking loser. Go fuck himself. <laughs> oh man. Um. Yeah. Let me get to some comments here. We got rolling in. Uh, of course, Bernard says, "Of course, they played tonight. They could have been in a car crash with two broken legs, and yet they'll still play in MSG." So annoying. Also, gotta love LeBron just like hamming up the whole like MSG theatrics leading up to today. Um. Well, I mean, quote. it works because you got a half of uh, Knicks fandom desperately concocting LeBron trade. So. Uh, kudos to LeBron for for that. It, it worked again. Wearing the Knicks colored, um, what shoes, you call right? it, Knicks colored shoes before the game. There was the whole clutch CAA Knicks um, peace conference. Yeah, <laughs> like they were really trying to like ham this thing up. Like LeBron knows what he's doing. You know, Clutch knows what they're doing. He's not coming here. I don't see it coming. I I see this more as like you know, they're probably trying to acquire someone like a Brogdon or a Clarkson and they just want to make nice on that end before they acquire one of those guys because those guys are clutch. So, I mean, look, even if LeBron was to come to New York, it's not going to happen in the middle of the season. He's not leaving LA in the middle of a season. He's never demanded yeah. a trade. He's, just, he's not going to do it. I think he like takes pride in that. Um, I, yeah, he, I, likes I, doing, he, likes, he likes doing these mind games now and then he likes leaving like these little seedlings for like when he goes in the off season he takes he declines his player option or whatever it is and then he does he's changed he teams what four times now and he's yeah. done every every single one has been in a, a free agent move like it's not if even if he got traded be like oh i'm gonna opt a sign in trade or something yeah it's not gonna just be like this um John Larry, what was up with Doris and Breen? You think the Lakers beat the '98 Bulls? You're down so many guys. It wasn't exactly smooth sail. A smooth sailing win for the Lakers, whatever, but was annoying. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Doris and Breen, uh, especially at the end of the game, they were like, "Man, kudos to the Lakers." You know, back to back wins, impressive wins on the road. It's like, I guess, like. I mean, it's a good win. I'm not going to deny that. The Knicks are a good team, even down this many bodies. But it was pretty annoying to like hear them talk about like, like yeah, AD was really good. Guess what? It's really easy for AD to be good when we don't have fucking anybody that he has to defend. Like he didn't have to defend anybody. He just got to man man the paint, patrol the paint the entire game. They didn't have to leave it. Um, and like it's what it is. I, I don't know. I I, I agree. I, I thought the commentary was pretty annoying. Like. I thought it was annoying throughout the game. I feel like Breen and and like Breen just goes out of his way on national broadcast. I feel like to make sure nobody can accuse him of bias. And we know Doris is apparently the only Knicks fan in the world who nobody would ever confuse with actually being a Knicks fan if they hear them just talk about the Knicks. Um, so yeah, that was really cool uh, to listen to that for forty eight fucking minutes of just endless Lakers dick sucking. <laughs> Can always count on, uh, yeah, I don't know what's up with Mike Breen this year. Between being a cop on the MSG broadcast with with Wally or, or Han and and these national broadcasts, man, it's just been a weird year for Breen, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, Doris Burke, I don't know who she's fooling with this Knicks fan BS. Like, she is clearly not in it for our best interest. Um, 
Chris Bernhard noting some of that here. Um, but yeah, guys, um, leave some comments. We'll, we'll get to them as we, you know, talk about this. Leave us a super month. chat if you want. Yeah, that will definitely help, you know, raise the mood here. Um, but, um, Sean, what did you think of the Malachi, the Malachi Flynn minutes today? <laughs> I think the best part of the Malachi Flynn minutes today were, I think it was Doris, who was like, Oh, like Tibbs really likes Malachi Flynn. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Tibbs likes Malachi Flynn. Like, no, he doesn't. I swear, I swear they just like make things up half the time because like they don't know between what to that, say. Between that, between that, and then having to hear about, I'm so sick and tired of them acting like Deuce couldn't, like he was fucking banned from playing until we made this trade. <laughs> like, oh, he's just so happy he can play Deuce now. Like, is he? Like, I mean, I, I don't doubt that Tibbs actually likes Deuce. I'm just like really like I don't want to hear about how like this idea that he just couldn't play Deuce until this trade. Only now because of this trade is he allowed to play Deuce. Like enough, okay? Like he didn't want to play Deuce because he just thought he had better options, and he doesn't really like adjusting too much in season, as we know. Um, and it's what it is. It's like I don't. I really don't need to hear these fucking. It's probably like the fifth time since the trade I've had to hear about like oh my god, Tibbs was raving about Deuce the other night. Like really, yeah. Tibbs was raving about a player and it was Deuce McBride. That's what fucking happened. Like, <laughs> be real. Like, be, be fucking serious here. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't I don't really know what else to talk about tonight. I mean, this game was pretty straightforward. Um, who do we play next? We play, what, Memphis or something? Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, Memphis sounds right. Yeah, we're playing Memphis. Memphis on uh, what is that Tuesday? Yep. Yes, Memphis yep, on Tuesday. All right, I mean Memphis, they're they're a weird team. They're still like oddly competitive, even without like Jaron Jackson. I mean, we kind of saw that. I mean, not without Jaron Jackson, he's been playing recently. But I mean, we kind of saw that in that game that we played um, when they first got all their guys hurt, um, when Desmond Bain and all of them first got injured. Um, I mean, they've been relatively competitive. I wouldn't really want to sleep on this opponent, especially even though we're going to be shorthanded. It's two two hospital teams facing off. Um, but I think we should be able to get the job done. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think they should be able to beat Memphis. Hopefully OG is back for that. I know that apparently uh, Deep State Nick's Twitter has decided that uh, this is extremely serious and – he might actually have a career-ending condition uh, that the Knicks are withholding because uh, they are trying to make sure they don't get leveraged at the deadline or something. But uh, I would, I, I tend to believe that he probably will be okay, and they're being cautious because guess what? When you win nine in a fucking row and you have a month where you win 14 fucking games, you don't need to rush people back from fucking injuries. Uh, I know this is like a novel concept for Knicks fans who have watched this team under Tibbs for the last three and a half years to, to wrap their brains around. Uh, I myself am coming to terms with this, but uh, actually it turns out that guys might miss time because of injuries and, and you don't need to rush them back. It's pretty amazing. Uh, I know this is a new development. Hopefully we all get through this and uh, OG Ananobi comes back soon. My one, my one reasoning for concern with, um, with OG is just because he's someone that's been chronically injured throughout his NBA career with various injuries. So that's like my one concern. 
Um, but, but like it's not a lower body injury. This is like yes, it's elbow that's, that's another reason why I'm like sort of okay with them being cautious with um and it's, like it's, sitting it's him elbow, out and whatnot too. It's elbow inflammation. Yes. The worst thing you can do when you have an elbow that's inflamed, the most dangerous thing you do is play Shoot. through it because you risk tearing it, like tearing a ligament or something. Um, like resting it when you can afford to is the best case scenario. And um, like they again, they have what, what, how many more games they have until the All Star break? Like four, I think, or something. Uh, like this Dallas Pacers, Rockets, Magic, and I think that's it. They play the Magic for the All Star break too. I thought it was just yes. Um, okay, yeah. I mean, look, that's five games. Like. Just get through to the All Star break and get through. I mean, more importantly, get to the deadline. Hopefully, they add somebody, and I do think they need to add somebody. If they don't add somebody to the deadline, and you see a guy like yeah, I don't know, like fucking Brogdon move for a late first from somebody, then sure, I I I'll, I'll be upset and I'll get it, and and I think that would be a valid criticism. But right now, it's like, dude, the amount of people that are like, oh, Leon's got to do something. It's like, shut the fuck up. Like Leon already traded for OG and Obi. Uh, like he made the first consequential trade of the season. I think since then, the only other consequential, consequential trade that I've seen is Siakam, and then there was one more that fucking, not even, I mean, not that it was consequential, but that fucking Steven Adams trade. Um, like, those are the three <laughs> trades. It's like, so what the what fuck the, are we talking about? That I just don't understand this whole, like, like, dude, I, I will, like, I'll criticize Tibbs what I feel like he deserves to be criticized, which is quite often, surprisingly, but I don't get complaining about fucking any of this shit tonight i don't get complaining about tibbs i don't get complaining about the fucking front office i don't even get complaining about the players like if you want to tell me josh hart was a liability at the end of the game guess what i agree i agree but his option was basically play small with Hart against lebron and ad at the four and five or put deuce in for Hart. i'm sorry i don't personally feel either of those adjustments would have won the game now, if you think they would have won the game or you just think he should have tried it, which I do think he should have tried either one. Yeah, I get a little bit of frustration with that. But like this is, this is such a this is would be this is the weirdest game, honestly, that I in a long time where I, I just don't get criticizing tips. Like and, and I want to say for the people that are like, oh, well, he could have played Evan Fournier a few minutes. I want you to think about the last time you saw Evan Fournier play a fucking serious <laughs> NBA minute and tell me what your reaction was, because I've seen Evan Fournier play minutes when we're shorthanded. And I'm like, I would rather Evan Fournier not fucking play because he's brutal. He's selfish and he's fucking just terrible at everything. It's like he's a gunner. As soon as he comes in, he's a gunner he's that a can't gunner. make shots. He's a gunner who does consistently the dumbest shit possible on defense, like consistently all the time, doubling for no reason, all kinds of stupid shit. I'm sorry. I, I don't have any energy for anybody that's like, oh, well, he could have played Evan Fournier. Shut the fuck up. I, I could have played. What should he should have played me? Like, are you fucking kidding me? I I probably more mobile than Evan Fournier at this point. Like, give me a break, dude. We're gonna bitch about this stuff. Like, we're gonna oh, Leon's gotta make a trade. Oh wow, dude. Breaking hard hitting analysis. Like, there's a reason nobody has made a fucking trade. Nobody. The Hawks want to make trades. The fucking Warriors want to make trades. The Knicks want to make trades. The Lakers want to make trades. Everybody wants to make fucking trades. But guess what? Guess guess what? There have been three fucking trades that have happened this season. One, the first one, the first major move of the season was made by who? Oh, my God. It was by Leon Rose again for, like, the third time in his four years as the GM of the Knicks. He is one of the – he consistently makes an early move. And then last year at the deadline, he goes and gets Josh Hart. Like, 
I think at some point, you, like you've got to be realistic. Trades don't just happen. The, you can't just force a team to make a trade. Yeah, you can. You want to know how you do it? You overpay. You want to overpay like a fucking idiot? Okay, go ahead. Oh, we have assets. You should do it. Shut up. Like the reason you have assets is not to burn them like an idiot. The reason you have assets is that you can maximize it and give yourself as many bites of the apple, be it via trade, be it via actually using picks, be it whatever the fuck it is to, to evolve and, and add talent to your roster. You don't just overpay for something because at some weird point in time, Grimes and OG happen to get hurt at the same exact time that Julius Randle got hurt. Now, unless the Grimes injury or the OG in injury and or the OG injury, if those are injuries that are concerned is like, oh my God, these could be really long-term problems, then maybe they should be willing to overpay slightly right now to go to just, if Portland's like, look, we'll do it if you add in three seconds. I don't know. Maybe you do that. I'm just giving out a hypothetical. But like, you can't just force a fucking trade. And honestly, you, you like, if you're just crying about them not making a trade in the immediate aftermath of a game like this, you're probably just upset they lost the game. And guess what? I'm upset they lost the game too. But I don't think that they need to fucking like, I don't think we need to kill Tibbs for his rotations. I don't think we need to kill Leon because he can't make, uh, what's that fucking fat loser's name in Portland, the fucking GM, uh, whoever it was, the guy that fucking wouldn't trade uh, Damian Lillard to Miami, that they can't make this fucking guy trade them Malcolm Brogdon, right? that they can't make Danny Ainge trade them Jordan Clarkson for less than like, uh, you know, a fucking gallon of their blood or something uh, like, you know, like we don't need to like, like, there's just limits to this stuff. Like I, I think this front office and this coaching staff and this organization at this point has earned a little bit of benefit of the doubt. They're 32 and 18. They just went 14 and two in a month and they won their first game against the Pacers in what was a pretty fucking epic game the other night. And they put in a damn good effort tonight. Okay. Shorthanded against a Lakers team that was clearly up for it and focused and LeBron and AD had their fucking, they took a little mini sabbatical this week so they could get prepared for this game. Um, like you gave a good effort. I, I don't, I, there's, there's nothing, there's nothing to take away from this game beyond like, man, it sucks. Those guys were out. That's it. If you have any other major takeaway from that, I don't know what to tell you. I really don't. Gotta love Colin Coward. Um, Chiming in on Twitter, by the way. Remember that time that Colin Coward said that, uh, fuck, what's his name? Sean Taylor. That Sean Taylor was caught up in gangs, and that's why he was shot. I remember that. Maybe more people should remember that. Colin Coward should wear I don't want, I'm not going to say it. I can be rude. Fuck Colin Coward. He's a piece of shit. Hey man, oh, man, don't mess with people. Don't mess with people's kids, man. The red wave is coming. All right, dude. Maybe you've been working at Fox too long. <laughs> Fucking twat. Uh, uh, Schwinn, this is for you, Andre Dry. Andre Dreyer says, Schwinn, maybe back up, back me up on this parallel. I'm a Knicks and Man City fan. I've noticed no one gives a shit about us winning, but they love being here to say shit when we lose. Well, well, uh, unfortunately, this parallel doesn't quite work. Because Man City is a little bitty club. Uh, but they do have much success. They are very good. They are the best team in the world. Uh, but then it just doesn't, it doesn't work for that reason. I get what you're saying, though. Like, I, I don't even think it's... It, this is like a new... It, this seems to be like a lot of... I, it feels like the Knicks and Jets get covered very similarly. Um, hmm. And, like, I get that, like, the Jets have, like, done stupid shit. But 
I also think like, you know, like I don't need to hear every week, like, oh my God, this is why it was such a crime. They didn't get a quarterback after like we know, dude. You've been saying this, like we all know, we get it. We don't hear about it after every fucking week. Um, I think both those teams get covered in most in the most insane ways possible. Uh the city one is a little bit different. I think there's I, I'm not gonna get into that part of it, but like I, I just think man city is not the Knicks. Uh they're more like the Nets if the next if the Nets were actually like good, good. at being yeah, like actually like really good at being good. Um, but they're not. So there's no clean parallel to Man City, but I, I get the point. And also, look, like, I, there are going to be people that just troll to, to troll. I, I wouldn't take too much from that. It was just really funny to see Colin Coward ch- ch- chip in because, um, you know, his his sports takes are always wonderful and age gracefully. Gotta love Stephen A. Smith coming just in time to for our win streak to end, by the way. Like, he came do, to MSG do. and then... Stephen A. Smith can just go fucking fuck off. Fuck him. <laughs> this guy, this oh, guy, all, he does, all, all he does is just scream like a lunatic about Nick's trading for XYZ guys. Shut the fuck up. Now he's screaming that we can make the now he's screaming that we can make the conference finals. Yeah. Gotta love can... gotta love gotta love the heel turn. He's just a fucking scumbag. Um, shout out Dante DiVincenzo. Um, 26 points, 10 of 22, 6 of 16 from three, letting it fly. Um, four assists, one block, zero turnovers, six fouls, six rebounds. Yeah, I mean, the guys, they, they kind of left it all out there. Can't really criticize them. Um, I, I, we kind of knew, I think, that we weren't going to get another game like we got last game from Precious, like that kind of output from him is not something that fans should expect on the regular. So I'm hoping that fans weren't too hard or too disappointed with Precious Achua um, today. Um, there, why, again, I, I just can't fathom why anybody is upset with. with oh, you know, how, you know how this fan base is, though. Like they get upset at everything. I just, I, I don't, yeah, I, I don't know. Precious, I thought was, I thought he did a really good job on LeBron, actually. Like, I, I thought he did as good a job as you could ask for on LeBron. I was actually really encouraged by his play tonight, to be completely honest. Like, if you're mad that he's not good on offense, like. I don't know what you're expecting from Precious and Joe on offense. I, I don't know. Um, but, you know, it's what it is. But I thought he was really good on defense. I Like, again, like. Considering some of the guys he's faced during this stretch, I'm I'm impressed, man. I think Siakam, Laurie, LeBron. Yeah, I think his defense is held up, and um, yeah, I, I think that he's he's been really good. I mean, I mean, this kind of shows you like what kind of options you can have um, come playoff time in terms of lineups and stuff like. Was that. Was this actually the discrepancy at the end? Um, I believe so. I remember. I remember there was a point in the game where. I remember there was a point in the game too where where Breen had pointed out like we had like two guys with like four fouls and they had like nobody with like three at yeah, one they, point. Yeah, they, it was twenty seven to fifteen. So I guess we got a couple in the end. But yeah, I mean it was. I look, I don't even feel like bitching about the refs too much because it is what it is. I wasn't really too surprised. But, by it. Um, but it was it was it was not a great whistle and. It was you know, look, clearly uh, obvious. Too. I mean, it's the, the Lakers. 
yeah, and and you can tell that they're letting guys get physical with Brunson, which to be fair, like Brunson himself is pretty physical, so I can understand why like maybe you allow opponents to get away with a more with more contact than they do on other players. But like it's just again, I mean, this just highlights exactly what we already know that like Leon Rose is a failure for not having gotten another guy who can dribble the basketball already. Yeah. I mean what can you say? Um bro. Let's see what else we got here. Josh Hart. Wow, five of sixteen. He took sixteen shots tonight. Yeah, but how many of those, he I think he shot two of six from three. And he shot then yeah, two of six from three. So that means three of ten from inside the arc. Like I don't know, dude. Like they're not, they're not falling for your pump fake. Like you got to shoot the ball <laughs> as good as as strong and convincing as you make it look, Josh Hart. Like I, I don't get like I swear if you go back and watch his like highlights when he was younger with the Lakers, I mean he's never been a great shooter, but he shot like normally. And now it's like I don't, I don't get it, man. I, I really don't. I was hoping he made a, a three early in the game too, and I was hoping like, all right. Like here we go. Like hopefully maybe we'll get a random like, you know, And even last game. year, last year he shot yeah. them normally. Like he's always what like happened? Shit. I don't know. It's what really happened? weird. But like I, I Brunson needs to use his power of friendship to like bully Josh Hart into being normal again from three. Like, dude, what the fuck? Was it Team USA or something? I don't know. Did Eric supposed to use some of that blood magic on, on Josh Hart in the wrong way? Yeah, ah, uh, who knows? Um, could always be worse Knicks fans. We could be Charlotte Hornets fans or Washington Wizards fans right now. That's from Jordan above, of course. Uh, Vivek Dadanya says, now that I got my rationality out of the way, asking a bunch of 10 PPG scorers to basically be third and fourth scoring option on a night to night basis is just tough. Yeah, like that's like this is what I'm saying. Like, I can be upset about Josh Hart or at Josh Hart, whatever, in the moment, but like I'm also like, he's not really supposed to be a third option like that's just if he's your third option this is what your team is going to be you're going to have to try to you know just fucking out hustle and outwork your way through games it's just that's what that's reality like that's what they are right now especially and you can get away with that when you have og and you have grimes and you have more guys that are capable of locking up like for sure um we don't have to play sims at the four or precious the four like of course all those things are valid but that's what they got right now so it's what it is. Um, what's been interesting to me about this lately, and I forgot who tweeted it, but Jalen Brunson struggles from three despite being able to still score as much points as he has. It's been very interesting. What if, what do you take of that, Schwinn? Because we've seen Jalen Brunson have these have this weird year, I guess you would say, from from three and from two, this like roller coaster type season in terms of like he started off the year like really hot from three. And he wasn't really that well from shooting from two. And then, you know, it kind of evened out. And, like, now it's, like, he's scoring a whole bunch now, but he's not really hitting his threes like that. So, I don't know. I mean, I just think that's how, like, that's part of it is what Larry Israel says here. Julius creates tons of great threes for Jalen, for sure. But I also think, like. That's an interesting point, too. I, yes. I also think part of it is just, like, this is just kind of, like, how the three-point variance works. Um, like, do you think it also be like the the tiredness in the legs too? Because we we know a lot of jump shot jump shooting requires a lot of um. It, it it could be, but I 
I don't know, man. Like I saw him shoot pretty well from three at times after playing like 47 minutes against Miami. So I, I don't know. Like it could True. be, it could be tired legs. That's very possible. I'm not trying to dismiss that idea at all. Uh, I'm just saying like, I think he's six of 24 from three in the four games since Randall sat. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know that that's, it's, it's just not, it's not a strong enough sample to say anything definitively. I will say, I think even for the season, his three point percentage went down to like 37 or 38, maybe when Randall sits. So clearly that's an, that's, that's part of it. But again, and again, I hate to keep saying this, like you're also down OG. You're also down Grimes. You're also just down, you're down more quality players. And you basically lost all three at the same time. Like Brunson went down, right? Or not sorry, Brunson. Randall went down. OG did not play the next game against Charlotte. Mm -hmm. And then is that the game that Grimes got hurt in? Was it Charlotte? No, it was um, the Pacers game. Pacers game. Okay. No, he got hurt before that. He didn't play the Pacers game. Who did we play before the Pacers? Whoever it was. That's that's the game he got hurt in. Um, And... Like, it's like that all happened with jazz, jazz, jazz game. So you lost three guys, two starters, in two in in two consecutive games. You also lost another guy in Grimes. The game after that, and it's like a small sample. Like I'm sure that there's a, an adjustment, um, and I'm I'm sure that Brunson is he's definitely getting more keyed in on than he ever has before, but like. Again, I, I just I, I don't. I, it's too early for me to say anything definitively. I will say, yeah, if, if Randall and OG are out uh, for the foreseeable future for whatever reason, then yeah, I would be very worried that Brunson is going to struggle from three the rest of the season because nobody else in the team can, can fucking create anything ever. Um, but I'm assuming OG will come back at some point relatively soon, and I'm as, I'm hoping anyway. Good news on Randall in a couple weeks here. Um. One thing that I will say before I get to Khan, who has just joined us, um, one thing that I will say is what encourages me about, I guess, like at least Brunson, at least getting to see these double teams now is like that's the rest of the team being able to like, I guess, start like starting to game plan, I guess, around this and like seeing what ways they can start beating these traps and double teams. So like if this is something that they do see in the playoffs, they'll know how to like beat it more efficiently or more effectively. Um, Con, your thoughts on this game? Uh, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> the biggest thing for me was, I think this is one of the first times where the Knicks have, like, I don't want to say gone to war because it's a regular season game, but kind of gone to war with LeBron, right? And he fucking struck a chord with me today that, had, like he has never struck before. Even when he was slipping the water bottle on the bench and all that shit, like seeing him chat to the fans and point at Josh Hart when he hit that baseline fade to put them up like seven or whatever it was, I was just like, "Are you really fucking relishing in this moment right now, you fucking loser, corny asshole, bro?" Like, congrats, you fucking hit a fucking fader on Josh Hart to beat the torn down Knicks by the skin of your fucking teeth as you're fighting to stay above 500 in the beginning of February and your entire team is about to get fucking shipped out and you yourself might get shipped out. Like, you are not on a fucking high horse to be doing that shit. 
I thought he, for somebody who holds himself to that high of a standard, who thinks they're the GOAT, I think that shit was pathetic. I think it just showed how much, you he's know. Not, he's an intention whore. He's no, love, he loves this shit. He fucking slutted himself out whenever he made a shot. Looking at cameras, fucking smiling, smirking. That really irked me, bro. Because we are so much better than you guys. And it took you going 100% effort to beat our bench with Brunson. And then Precious Achua with 40 minutes. Like, yo, do you, you need to just be less full of yourself, man. Because what you, what you were is not what you are. And what you are is somebody who looks in the mirror and, and sees somebody who used to put up 30, 10, and 10 in their sleep. And you're not that now. So you got to find these moments for yourself where you beat our fucking third string guys and, you know, you get to take a shot with no pressure with a minute and a half left and then smile neck like you did shit for a whole 48-minute game. No, dude. No, you weren't even the best player on the court tonight. That was either your teammate or it was Jalen Brunson. I think it was Jalen Brunson. So that that bothered the fuck out of me, and I'm sorry that I keep fucking ranting and cursing, but Jesus Christ. (laughs) I see what the old heads are talking about now, man. <laughs> I see it now, man. It took one game for him to play the Knicks as a contender for me to be like, yo, this guy is a fucking loser, man. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, bro. My my favorite part was him, like, him taking the, the, the matchup of Jalen Brunson more serious than I've ever seen him take the matchup of Stephen Curry on defense. Dude, like, like what? That was insane. Was like, the way that he played defense on Jalen Brunson, it was like game seven, one bro. minute left. <laughs> Get a hold of yourself, bro. Get a fucking hold of yourself. Because, oh, and you know the funniest thing is he's gonna set out the next game versus Charlotte. Like he t- he was talking all this nonsense in the post game about oh like we got to take care of business on this road trip. We got Charlotte coming up. It's like bro, you're gonna set out the next game. Like he, he probably, probably will. He probably will. And <laughs> and he'll have AD go out there and play because fucking go play AD. You're not you're not LeBron, so you, you can go thug it out against Charlotte while I sit here and and wear another pair of fucking blue and orange Nike SBs to the fucking arena. Yeah. <laughs> And have another Knicks towel right here by my side as we, as we don't play the Knicks. Fucking ridiculous, man. Fucking ridiculous. That He has not wound back the clock like that. Even in the bubble, bro, this guy wasn't moving his, his feet like that. <laughs> Dude. And that clip is all over Twitter, too, and it takes me so much discipline to not just go on a fucking tirade and get spended. Like, Jesus Christ, man. There's not a... <laughs> I'm so fucking bothered by tonight, and not by any way the Knicks played. Like I, I thought, I thought they died on their sword like they always do. But just everything about the Lakers fucking pissed me off. I mean, I don't really think LeBron played that well. I mean, I know he like he was sure he was the best player down the stretch of the game, but like he literally didn't have to do any. He didn't do like it, it kind of just shows you how much the Knicks are missing because our offense was so like it's just two guys right now that can create. That's the offense. And Dante can't even really create like that. So, like, it's not hard to defend teams like this. It was like watching, you know, one of these teams. It's like kind of like watching a game from uh, from us from that Kemba season. Or even like, oh, you know, even like the – that's what it was like. It was like, wow, we just – it's one guy. All right. Like a couple guys here that can maybe create a shot and whatever. I, mean, I guess it wasn't as depressing. 
I love Dante, but when he creates quote unquote for himself, it's like he had he had a gap to the rim and he, and he you know found it. Like that's that's what his self creation is. Besides those uh pullback committees, which you know looking good, looking good, Dante. All right. I don't know. He doesn't take that shot a little bit more often. He it needs to right money now. Yeah, right now he needs to. Like he needs to be that other outlet for um, Brunson right now. Like he can't just like chuck up a bunch of threes. Like he has to find that like middle ground. Um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, um, hilarious Lakers fans. Um, they are taking this game as a referendum on on their turnaround for the season now. So, bro, there was a tweet that said, "No, Jared Vanderbilt." No, um, Gabe Vincent, no, no reddish, no reddish. <laughs> this is the stuff that this team is made. I of. wish, I, I wish reddish had played tonight. I wish he would have played tonight too. Dude, if I would have been great. I wouldn't have bet Lakers money line before, <laughs> yeah. bro. If reddish had played, that's probably less minutes for Prince, that's probably less minutes for Christy, who yeah. actually did some things tonight. Like, yeah, Christy was that would have helped us, that would have helped us, reddish. Reddish is out with his yearly injury, so there it is. Um, Lucky Ducky, interesting name. He said, Nick's went from three seed to 0.5 games behind the three seed. Oh no, what will we do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, Philly, Philly got spanked today, too. Um, so. Philly's out of that conversation, yeah, yeah they're gonna be a right playing team. You gotta love the way that Philly described the injury too. What was it? A, a flap or something? They said. Yeah, they they called a it displaced a displaced flap or something, which is a tear, according to Brian Suterer on Twitter. Yeah, Brian Suterer is a fucking great channel. I, I was watching him before I made the decision, the announcement to take my talents to, to med school. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that guy that guy knows obviously because he's a fucking MD. Um, but yeah, Philly's a shit show. Like. <laughs> I don't like you said. I don't think they're getting a top six seed. I think they're playing squad. Yeah, I mean Tyrese Max is going to do all he can, but like the rest of that team is just not like this team was built around Embiid, and like if he's out, like they weren't built to like really sustain a like a high level of play without him. Why is why isn't Joe Mazzulla eligible to be the coach? Because he played, he coached it last year. Yeah. That's a rule. You can't coach your taste for years in a row. I had no idea. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, you can't go back to back years. <laughs> That's a terrible rule. Are you fucking kidding me? Doc Rivers is gonna be coaching the fucking All Star game. <laughs> wasn't there something about like? Wasn't there something about like Adrian yeah. Griffin or something? Supposedly Nobody, he might. Be giving the shout. He's gonna. Well, he said he, he said he was gonna give him like the. I guess you got a bonus or something for it. I think he said he's gonna give him that. I don't know. Um, like uh, this, nobody fails upwards better than. Better than I need Rivers. To, this is unbelievable. Y'all yeah, yeah, talk about me having having luck with my parlays. I need Doc Rivers type of luck. He just fails into like getting millions and millions of dollars per year <laughs> by sucking okay. at his job. Wow, we have this elite team with these elite players. We really need a new head. We need a new voice. Doc Rivers is available. Let's get go Doc get Rivers' ashy ass voice in here. <laughs> Oh my god, dude! Doc Rivers is ridiculous. Can't believe that. Bruh, he's how does he not feel like? Does he not? He's not going to feel uncomfortable going to All Star All Star break. This guy was just like broadcasting the games for like half the season, and like what did they lose again today? No, they won. But can I can I read this quote? This was this was his quote today. 
Doc Rivers on his team's comeback. No one panicked. I thought that was big for our team. I didn't panic. Nobody panicked. Just kind of hung in there. They were playing, by the way, they were playing the Mavericks. This is the team they hung in against. They're playing the Mavericks. No Kyrie, no Derek Lively tonight. Um, and, and I'm pretty sure Grant Williams played. So it's like, come on, like, <laughs> wow, congrats on not panicking against the fucking, like, the skeleton squad Mavericks here. Like, really, no, amazing work. You gotta be fucking kidding me, man. Needed 48 from Giannis in 40 minutes. To Jeez. they had to come, they had to come back. I think from down twenty yeah. or something too. They were down twenty. And they were down twenty four at the end of the first quarter. Jesus, <laughs> yo, this Bucks team. This is gonna be. This is gonna be. A, this is gonna be a hilarious flame out between Damian Lillard's pathetic season. He's over here talking about, oh, you know, during the game, I'm thinking about my wife and, and divorce and my kids. It's like, dude, do you want to like sit out for a month or something? I, I will say this. Like, I think it's. I think it's. You want to go to counseling? Fine. I think it's fine if he if he feels that way. Like if he is actually overwhelmed, like, it just that comes across. It just, that's what I'm saying. It just comes. The field. It comes across very poorly when your whole thing for your career has always been like, you know, I don't run from the grind and like all this stuff, and and then now that you're actually like like he's having a bad shooting season, right? The last time he had a bad shooting season was the year before last, and he got hurt, right? Yeah, season ended early, so it didn't really matter. But like, you know, he's struggled a little bit. And this story comes out all of a sudden. I'm like, that's just not, it's not a good look, man. I just, it feels like, it, whether that's legit or not, forty two percent got to throw my divorce under the bus. Yeah, that just, it just <laughs> comes at a bad time where I'm like, why do you feel the need to share this with us now? Why is it now that like, like I get it in the off season. In the off season, I'd probably have a little bit like I'd. I try to be more open to this as just like him trying to be honest or something. This comes across poorly. It comes across very much like, yeah. Gotta make uh, an excuse for my <laughs> subpar <laughs> shooting. Going through a divorce, guys. I don't know what to tell you. I can't shoot the ball yeah. right now. Yeah. <laughs> Got three kids, like, dude, guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, come on, dude. Like, you're in the NBA. Really? There's a, there's a, uh, silly. <laughs> Silly, silly, silly. Could not believe that. That that team just has bad vibes going on. They're gonna be a hilarious flame out in the playoffs. Like whoever their first round opponent is, I'm taking them to win in like a gentleman's sweep or something. Like bro. <laughs> Jason Aravalo says, if I was Adrian Griffin, I'd tell Doc to shove that bonus. Uh I don't know how much the bonus is. I don't know. I a, might be like a lucrative okay. amount of money that Doc Rivers doesn't need any more of. He's making plenty yeah. of money. <laughs> he has a contract through the 2027 season. The 2026-2027. Oh so he's basically close. guaranteed. And he's going to end up not working for like two of them because they're going to fire him soon. <laughs> like as soon he as got, they flame out this year and then okay, next year, whatever they do. Like, like, why would a team do that, man? Like, <laughs> But you know what's crazy? Every, every team he's coached. Boston, he's been there for what, like a max of three, four years, and you give him a five-year the deal. Clippers, the Clippers, he was there for a while, right? He was there with the Clippers for a little while, I'm but sure. yeah, I mean, the, the Sixers was short-lived. And aren't the Bucks um, like still paying Budenholzer, and now they're paying? Yeah, so, so this is now... my theory. So, but this this is my theory. I think he knows he has job security because he's like they're paying two other coaches right now, other than me. They're not. There's like no ownership. I I, I refuse to believe in ownership groups and be like, all right. Fine, we'll pay four. Like at some point, they're gonna be like, "Dude, are you kidding?" No, like either either you make it work or you're all fired. Like, no way. 
No way. He actually coached the Clippers for eight years, so that's my bad. Yeah. Wow. And he was a, he was with the he Celtics a, for a while. Too. Yeah, he was with the Celtics for eight years. Yeah, so, like, I, I think... The Sixers made quick work of him. They are like, hell no, we're not doing this shit for this long. <laughs> but, no, but they still gave him three years, right? He got three years with the Sixers. Yeah. So, like, I'm telling you, he, he, I think he almost is guaranteed to get through... So his contract runs from now until the twenty through the 2026-2027 season. I think he'll get obviously this year. And no matter what happens this year, they'll be like he'll get the excuse of like, ah, it was a tough situation. I came in the middle, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then next year he'll get, and I think he'll get the year after that, because they're still gonna be paying three coaches, I think, for the next however many Bro, years. The Bucks are such an insane situation. And like Damon and, and Giannis, they're they're locked in for that, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the the magic the magic of a uh, of a trade request can always true, but, but man, this is gonna be one funny thing to watch as an as an Eastern Conference opponent. I'm so glad we're like a good team and contending now, so like we can like rightfully laugh at them. Uh, oh, Andre man. Dreyer, Andre yeah, Dreyer says, anyone see that tweet? The league got some good tape on Jalen Brunson tonight, shaking my fucking head. Um, no, I didn't see that, but um. Very questionable. Tape. I mean, they got some good tape on Jalen Brunson when they saw Eric Spolstra struggle to guard him last year. Now, Eric Spolstra was probably, I would say, one of the best in the business. <laughs> um, I'm not worried about yeah. Darvin Ham's coaching versus a skeleton squad of the Knicks. Like, yeah, I mean, like at the other day, if this is if this is the Knicks team when they get to the playoffs, like, yeah, same thing's gonna happen. But hopefully, that will this will not be the team uh, that is around him after that point. Yeah, I mean, there's uh, probably going to be another ball handler. There's probably going to be OG and it'll be probably going to be a Jalen a Julius Randle, probably a Quentin Grimes out there. So, yeah, this won't be the same squad. So, good luck to any coach that wants to use tonight's tape for the playoffs. God bless. Uh, yes. Chris Bernhardt, eight years, no conference finals, blowing a 3-1 lead to Jay Smoove and pissing off CP3. And wasting the remainder of the rest of Jamal Crawford's bench prime, elite coach for sure. Yeah, Doc Rivers has done some things. He's definitely done things uh, Dude, in his career. The, Maver- the Mavericks pick is fucking fifteenth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're pretty mid this year. Wild. Gotta love, gotta I, love, gotta love the 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 Mavericks fans crying about Luca not getting MV- any MVP love from Stephen A. Smith. Who knows why they want validation from him out of all people after his 73-point game, even though they're, like, what, the, the eighth seed or something this year? <laughs> yeah, they're a game ahead of the Lakers for the ninth. For The Lakers are a game back of them for the eighth seed to where the Mavs would fall to the ninth seed. Yep. The bottom of that West is so wild. Like, what are, what are the Rockets? Are they, like, what, like 10th or 11th? I think Bro, they're the 10th now, and the Jazz are 11th, I think. So weird down there. Yeah, you're right, Sean. You're right. Yeah, I standings. It's it's too. There's still too much time left in the season. From yeah. Larry, Larry said, quivering with rage, at the way Breen and Doris called that game, and like, dude, I couldn't agree with you more. I th- Doris in particular, like, Mike Breen for, does his fucking next fan Doris Burke. Yeah, Knicks fan, quote unquote, Doris Burke. Like, I know Mike Breen is going to get on national TV and do his fucking non biased broadcaster shtick. But like, <laughs> look at me, guys. Look at me, guys. I'm, I'm so fair he to does, everybody. 
I'm, he doesn't I'm so MS- fair. Dude, it was it was crazy because the last game on MSG, it's the first time I think I've heard him ever just be like, the refs are really like he's basically just like the refs are terrible tonight. Uh, I mean, he didn't come out and say that, but he basically said it. And he probably apologized to them after the game too. He's like, I'm so yeah. sorry, guys, if you guys heard what I said on the broadcast. I didn't mean it. <laughs> it's just it, it, it was, yeah. It's just who cares? But like. It's not honestly. I don't even think it's worth getting upset about. I barely paid attention except during the fourth quarter when they were like really going crazy uh, about the Lakers defense. The only time where I was like, I hope OG does any countdown. Yeah, I hope not, dude. Dog, that would be an insane turn to the season, bro. Every day that goes and next season and the season like yeah. 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 Nah, I don't think he would that would affect next season for him. Tommy John. He's not a, How long he's is not a coverage a, John? for yeah, a pitcher. Still like, I mean, it's clearly it's enough to. For, he's not playing right now with a with an elbow issue. So I'm assuming if you get and that shit was John, taped the it. fuck up last game too. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, hopefully I'm not like I'm not Brian Suter, but like <laughs> the way that a pitcher, like the way that throwing a pitch is going to stress your UCL is different than because. Your your arm it's right is gonna, going that way. Your arm is going to be trailing. Your forearm is going to be trailing your your uh, your humerus here, right? So it's different than shooting straight, right, and having your forearm trail your humerus and causing gapping at the elbow. So it, it's different. Mm, interesting. I'm not I'm not gonna lie. I won't remember any of that. That that's fine. Just know that it's it's not. <laughs> Um, Andre Dreyer, this can't be the finals broadcast team, can it? Yes, it will. Um, the ABC broadcasting team is almost oh, always this. Fucking wait, uh, they, have, they have no chemistry. They have zero chemistry. That's the biggest problem with that crew. They like. They it was gonna. It, what makes it worse? It was gonna be Breen, Doc, and Doris for the finals. <laughs> I don't mind Doc. I think Doc's actually a fine broadcaster. I think he's like pretty good on the broadcast. Not gonna lie. Should have stayed. I mean, I, I don't like his ashy ass voice, but yeah, it's that's a big complaint. But then I'm also like, I don't mind his commentary, but like his voice, I just like I can't get behind that. Like it, it's just like too raspy. Um, but yeah, Doris, I could do without her. She's especially if the Celtics are like in the finals or something. Like, dude, I just, I, <laughs> oh my god. The Celtics are in the finals. I don't. I, I swear. I swear. I swear. She used to be really good, and then I and then she just started doing this thing where she would just like go crazy about the stars in, in the game. It's like she just talks about these stars the entire time, and then she'll come up with these random anecdotes like, "Oh yeah, Tom Thibodeau really likes Malachi Flynn." Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Pull that one really? Yeah. Like, come on. No, he doesn't. <laughs> be real. Like he was telling us last night. Like, no, he wasn't. If you talk to me no, last night, I really, I really, I really hope you didn't ask him about Malachi fucking Flynn. If you got to talk to Tom Thibodeau, yeah. So Tom, t- th- Tom like, a moment of your time. <laughs> How do you feel about Malachi Flynn? <laughs> he's probably be so happy to answer that question. He's like, "Wow, this is such a dumb question." Yeah, he's really talented. We like what we see. We like him as an option. You know what I mean? Like he just—that's all he'll ever say. Really like how he plays in practice. <laughs> Uh, Larry, I get where you're coming from, but this also sounds like a confession, bro. Relax. Yeah. Larry, what's going on here? What? what? Moving oh, on. man. 
Um, JL says, even with the lack of creation because of injuries going on, a seven-minute scoring draw is just a complete outlier. Can't take away much from this game. Yeah, that was bizarre, by the way. The seven minutes without scoring, like the deuce three that he that he bricked really fucking tore me up on the inside, man. Because that shot had a couple, but yeah. It's just again, like maybe you know, that's kind of when I'm like, at, well, at some point, that fourth quarter, I was like, man, be it's nice, just not our night right now, be nice, <laughs> Julius, right now, bro. Like, him in the paint, like, versus like just to, as a dump down option, like him just like babying AD for like a couple of possessions or something like that. Like, I don't know, bro. Julius, like, Ju- I think, Ju- I feel like Julius was playing stronger than he ever has this season, this year, he was just playing. Dude, he, he's basically it, had moments of, like, physically dominating everybody he's played against at times. I think, I think he probably bulked up more this year just because he thought he was going to change his play style. Like, he didn't want to do the whole, like, volume three-point shooting thing this year. I think beyond that, like... Right, he's, we got the explanation, though. Larry yeah. Oh, he was speaking in Doris's voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Larry, yeah. I, I, knew it. I knew it was just funny. Um, <laughs> he's been playing above the rim, I feel, like, like more than... Any year of his career by far, besides maybe like his stop in New Orleans, but that's it. Yeah, his, his New Orleans stop, he was like more of like a slasher and like, yeah, uh, and, and roller, <clears throat> which was a very interesting aspect that we didn't really get much of once he got to New York. Um, We've gotten a little, a little more this year than, than previous years. Yeah, but like none like really like rolling or slashing to the rim. And I don't know, maybe that's just like product of like the way the offense is <laughs> no like yeah all right um <laughs> on. oh man um, it didn't help tonight that i heart missed like eight layups tonight him and precious yeah him and precious they, were they, brutal on the on the layups they couldn't finish and then heart took some weird jumpers it was just if they're they're so dependent on the three right now, like with especially without Randall and OG, they have, they're so dependent on the three, um, and they don't have enough shooters, especially without Grimes. <laughs> Talk is the NBA version. Of a <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, he is the NBA version of a Ponzi scheme. That's very. He's like the Madoff. Jesus Christ, bro! It's just like bankrupting team by team yeah I'll, don't worry you guys will definitely win a championship i won one once i, <laughs> I won one i've once. done this <laughs> bruh i just imagine him like with his fucking raspy ass voice like i'm your guy <laughs> we're gonna raise a banner bruh i he must be really good at interviewing he must be because i feel like he gets every fucking job that he interviews for no, it's crazy. He just must be. He must be great at this. I guarantee he's, he's never been turned down, right? Oh, no. I don't know. I don't remember him being turned down. The only reason why he didn't get out this coaching cycle was because, like, he he sat out. Like, he didn't want to coach. But and the didn't they insist? Yeah. <laughs> didn't didn't um, he got traded to the Clippers right for a first round? Yes. Pick? Yeah. So he. This isn't just like a like he's. Look at this, man. He's been traded for a first round pick, Doc Rivers. This guy is amazing. I want to. I actually I wanna might feel, just. I, I want to feel like that. 
I, I, I might just respect. I might just respect Doc Rivers at this point. This guy is fucking respect, amazing. Respect the, the 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 legal robbery happening before our eyes. It's awesome. This guy's he just keeps getting paid. Everybody just wants. I mean, even his ESPN deal was probably pretty nice. Hopefully, he can help Dame get through this divorce, man, because you know it's really affected Dame shooting this year. Well, he's not going to get the money from ESPN. No, now he won't. But I'm saying he was. Like, he had a good deal set up, too, anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they fired, like, what, all those guys, and they, they brought Doc in? Mm. Doc just keeps... Yo, they they fired, like, the big guns and brought in Doc Rivers. Like, they fired yeah, Mark Jackson, Jeff Van Gundy, like, all these guys, and brought in Doc Rivers. You're like, within, he's our guy. Yeah, within three months, Doc was like, well... Okay, like, I guess I'll go back to coaching. She's just gonna pay me to coach for three and a half years. Sure. He was like, "I don't want to coach," and the Bucks were like, "No, we insist." Yeah, we insist. That's what the Pistons did with Monty Williams too, where they just kept like giving him more money. He didn't want to coach this year. He literally like, said he didn't want. What to if coach. You, What if we give you five more million dollars? And Monty was like, oh, "Okay, I guess." He's getting what seventeen a year or something like that. No, no, no Monty Williams isn't getting it. No way. Wasn't it? Wasn't it like it was a teens number? I think it is a teens number. It's six years, seventy-eight point five million. Jesus, thirteen million, just under thirteen point one million a year. Damn. And they gave him. It's a six-year deal, so he's getting paid thirteen million for six years. Oh, that's how that works. Maybe, maybe I don't know. Just paying guys a shit ton of money. Who don't want to work for a season? It just feels like a bad idea. Like maybe they don't want to work because they're fucking literally they're not burned invested. out. Yeah, they're, yeah. I mean, look at look at what Monty Williams is doing this year. He's just hanging out. That <laughs> <laughs> report that he like blocked the uh, Killian Hayes trade is an amazing report. I don't I don't fully believe it, but it is really funny that that's out that that's out there. No. <laughs> He was like, Cade, do the – yeah, pick and roll. <laughs> Killian, Bro, yeah, that's – He finally benched Killian, too. Like, the last couple of games, Killian's just been DMP. It, it he benched him, but he but – He it benched might, him, but he was like, so, but don't worry. But don't worry. I won't – I'll make sure you you don't get traded. Okay. No. No, Killian, I'd want to get out if I'm not playing. If I'm killing, I want to stay because that's like my, my only ticket to being in the league still. Because like once he's in the distance, he's not playing on another NBA team. You say that, that but I, think I, I you say that I, he, I guarantee he'd get another shot somewhere. He's what? He's twenty. What team? Is, all right, let's predict what team gets Killian Hayes next. Oh, probably the Pistons. Probably <laughs> no, Troy. <laughs> Troy Weaver is just gonna be like, no, no, no. We have to keep. I, I drafted him. I drafted him. We need to keep. keep him. Troy Weaver, man. Oh my gosh. Hey, any, anybody who, who realizes that Kevin Knox is the guy that they need, you know, I, somebody I trust evaluating talent. Bruh. Knox has been okay for them. But like he's he's what I'm saying. he's okay. Yeah, he, he's okay in the way that like if you're a good team, you'd probably want him to be like your twelfth guy, eleventh, yeah. twelfth guy. Where you don't have yeah. to depend on him, but but 
you know, sometimes he gets to play because guys are hurt. It's fine. Um, where was Doc Rivers on January 6th? Probably coaching the Sixers. <laughs> <laughs> but if he Just, wasn't, we can run with that. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. That game was, look, I, I don't know. I'm not that upset about the game, to be honest. It sucked, like, to lose it, it, it but it, I just it can't sucks get to have the winning game. streak end. Right. I just don't, I don't, I don't, I, yeah. I just, I just don't know how anybody can watch that game and just be like, man, like, I get being like, this sucks, but just some, it's just, I don't know. A lot Suck of takes, I'm just like, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, my, my favorite take, my favorite take, I'm going to read it. I'm not going to attribute this tweet to whoever it was because I quoted it anyways. So if you want to see it, you can go on my timeline. Um, But this person said, this current version of the Knicks is going to struggle against bigger teams. You can't stop him, but putting a bigger wing on, wing on Brunson lessens his impact. And the rest of the roster is going to have issues with a larger opponent. They look tiny against the Lakers. <laughs> I think that like we're one of the bo- more like larger teams in the league, especially when we are fully healthy too. So yeah. I don't understand this. This is what you got from today's game. Like Randall and OG especially, and even Mitch make this team significantly larger. The um, way we've, I mean, the way we held up tonight, like I don't fully agree. Like I think at some point you have to maybe risk something on defense to, to try and get yourself some easy buckets, spread the floor more, but Precious's defense and like forget his defense, but his size athletically, like he was fine in that game. He was fine. He he I thought he did fine um athletically. That's pretty huge to have that as your backup like big effectively. And he's playing the four exclusive uh, mostly exclusively right now. I don't know. Like the minutes with him and Sims it's I don't know. You just your guess is as good as mine as who's playing. <laughs> but 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 I think he's played pretty well at both the four and five for the Knicks so far, defensively especially. Um, I don't know. I It was just good to see that. So I don't even agree with that take that much. I don't know if size was the issue. I think it's the fact that we couldn't fucking shoot. Other than Brunson, nobody could shoot, and we don't have another guy that can handle them. Like, we beat them with a team that was smaller, basically, earlier this season just because we had quickly, and we had RJ. So we had like other guys that could create off the bounce. I think quickly had a good game. I don't know what the, if RJ did or not, but the point is, in games like this, if you're down this much, not having anybody else that can create at all, it's just tough on Brunson. And like, I don't know. I I think it'd be tough on anybody. If your point is like he, he's not a uh, well, he's not peak LeBron or something like, okay, I agree. <laughs> I, I I don't I I don't like I don't know what we're comparing him to, um, but. He's pretty clearly a star, so I mean, if he's not, why are teams defending him like one? I don't think you need to overthink it that much. Um, not that I guess that person's saying it's more of a physical mismatch, though. I don't even get that. I just don't. I just think we lost. But like this we, type of we, we, we. By the way, we out rebounded them. We out rebounded them. By, I think we had twenty more shots. I think we out rebounded them by twenty or something. Um, also, I don't think a bigger like, wing is going to be on Brunson when we have our full team. Like I just, I just don't think that's an option. Well, yeah, I mean, because... it is an option, but then it's good for Randall, or it's good for Oak. yeah, exactly. So it doesn't, it doesn't work right. as well. Yeah, I mean, you're also just not gonna have somebody completely leaving Josh Hart, like fucking twenty feet away from him and doubling Brunson before he passes the logo, right? So... Mm, you might. Well, we can look at the Miami series and think uh, very much otherwise. I should have, I should have thought about that a bit more. Fuck. 
that's the only person that's it's, but it's gonna this still to be me a is, liability. But this to me is like about Tibbs because if if they're fully healthy, you can even if they just have Ananobi back, that will help. But if you're fully healthy, you don't have to close with Josh Hart. Like Tibbs, you don't. You have they Bunsen. might they might crucify you for this, man. You're suggesting that Dante or Grimes play over Josh Hart? How dare you? We need the rebounds. This is nineties yeah. ball, baby. We got to get yeah. those boards. Screw I think spacing. I think we're pretty much the best rebounding team, or one of the best rebounding teams in the league, regardless of who we play most of the time. Like if you have Randall and our whoever our center is, and even Precious now and OG, like I don't, I need, Dante's a good rebounder. I just don't think you need to rely on Josh Hart that much, even if you value rebounding. You don't need to. Like you have good rebounding lineups with better spacing that are available to you. So if that's if that is what's killing them at a certain point in time in a certain matchup, he has to be able to adjust, and I, that works both ways. Like he's played that lineup with Hart at the two and OG at the three, and while I still question it against the best teams, I think I've seen enough in the regular season where it's obvious to me you can just bully certain opponents and win games with that lineup. So I'm fine with him actually using that. But, it, but he has it, to be able to needs, adjust. Yeah, he just needs to recognize the situations where. Like, and he hasn't hey, done that in the past, so that doesn't. That's why, we, like, we have reservations. He hasn't. Uh, I mean, at other times, he has closed with lineups we like. It's not necessarily always consistent. I do agree that he often stumbles into the wrong solution, but sometimes he also stumbles into the right solution. So maybe I don't know. Maybe I th- this like if there's the ever more a group of the right. That, <laughs> well, if there if there's ever a group that there's no excuse for like. I find it very, very hard to believe that Josh Hart's rebounding at the two is so valuable in every matchup that you can't at least try DiVincenzo um, or like literally cut Hart's minutes and extend DiVincenzo's because we've seen him do it the other way, which I'm fine with. If Hart's having a good game, go with it. But there are times where Hart's not having a good game and he still will play like him more than DiVincenzo. And I, I have a problem with that when we're fully healthy. When we're fully healthy, I definitely have a problem with that. Um, this one, you know, I don't even know who who got the most minutes, but they all played a lot, so it doesn't really. I don't care. Yeah. Um, who did play the most minutes tonight? By the way, let me see. I mean, Probably Precious. Some... I think it would be Brunson. No, he played forty five or something. Oh, oh, Brunson. It was Brunson. Yeah, he played five. Yeah, and then Precious. How much is Precious? Forty two and a half. He's yeah, already. He's definitely, he's definitely. He is definitely endearing himself to Tibbs right now. I'll tell you that. Oh, for sure. I mean, hey, this proves that you know he's he's another reliable body you can have in the playoffs. So it gives you more lineup flexibility, I guess. Um, we'll see if Tibbs I, actually utilizes that in the playoffs or not. I kind of, I kind of liked him at the five with Randall and OG. I thought that lineup was interesting. Interesting. Anyway. Yeah, I liked that lineup. I was like. Your offense is still good, but you have a different look defensively. You can run more. I don't know. Precious, like, I don't know. I was really impressed with him today, man. I, I really think he, like, stood against LeBron, who gave a shit today, and AD, who gave a shit today. I thought physically he acquitted himself well. I thought he performed at a high level. For sure. I agree. I'm not, I'm not blaming him that we were like, please score 15 points today. He's like, I don't. I don't really do that consistently. Like you're going to need to find that somewhere else, chief. His physicality too is like, 
I don't know if he broke out of a shell or whatever you want to call it, but like from his first game to today, a lot more physical. So. He 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 definitely looks more comfortable out there. Um, I think he just needed fouling. time to adjust. I, I his like he's doing a really he good job good of hands. defending guys. Yeah, yeah, he's doing a good job of defending guys without fouling, and like he can test shots pretty well. I, at least so far in New York. I mean, I, I've been again. I was really impressed with him tonight. I thought he was really good um defensively like you to me he played the level of defense where i'm like if you can defend like that that's a that's a big who probably deserved some playoff minutes if he kept up that level of performance he was he was good tonight yeah shipping off precious in the in the star trade is going to feel so great it's going to be very interesting when that happens. Who goes, who stays. They'll have options. Like, Precious is a really interesting piece that they landed. I'm not going to lie. Well, we know, we know Malachi Flynn is going to be a thrown in there. As much as Dibs loves him. Allegedly. Yeah. Malachi Flynn, not sure he's going to make the cut. He just doesn't physically profile to me like someone did. He's kind of, he's small, right? He's like pretty slight. He's he small, but he also big. doesn't like, he doesn't, like, even like, he's small, but he doesn't play like, he doesn't have this like one quality about him that like stands out about his play. Like IQ was small, but like he could shoot. He got better at driving. Um, yeah, Malachi doesn't really have playmaking was there. The defense was there for quick. Like he was small, but he had all these other things. Flynn doesn't do anything special. Like he's just a guy. Like literally. Bro, I'm not gonna say who tweeted this, but like. <laughs> Then let's just not do it. Um, <laughs> Omar Yusuf. Bruce Brown, a better pump faker than Josh Hart. Um, Dibs yeah, loves them when they pump fake. I, I see. I think like Bruce Brown would actually sh- be willing to shoot more, though, if you leave him that open. I'm not I mean, saying, again, I'm not saying he's perfect. The thing is, if the problem is if like, if he views him as like literally just the same thing as Josh Hart, because then he'll overplay both of them somehow. You know that's what you know that's what's gonna happen. That's the problem with with Bruce Brown. It's not that like if you would get him and and Tibbs would promise to like be normal. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, like adjust a little bit more and not just be like I love what this guy brings to the table. So he's getting twenty six. I love tonight. you. Yeah, like I don't know. Like I there's guys I just wish I think you could be a little bit more flexible at the end of the rotation than he is a little bit. Like that's probably the I think that's probably my biggest gripe with Zips. But uh it's mostly just boils down to Josh Hart right now. If you can just figure out the Josh Hart minutes when guys are healthy, they'll be fine. Like they they won't lose for basic reasons like they don't have enough guys that can shoot from three or something. That's on Tibbs though. He just has to manage that. And we do we trust Dibs? Maybe. Who knows? I, I this is like the, this is the only roster he's had where I actually am like, if you if you don't succeed with this roster, it's really hard for me to know or tr- entrust that you like. Like if they lose in the playoffs because of some stupid thing, like you know where he, he just overplays Josh Hart, right? That to me would be a red flag because he has options. He has like options that can actually space the floor. Um, so that would be a little, that would definitely be a red flag to me. But until then, I don't know. There's nothing for me to, I, I don't gain too much from him in the regular season from tips. Like, I, I don't know. He's a good regular season coach. 
you're going to win a lot of regular season games with him. The Knicks have good talent. Like, they're going to be fine in the regular season. I think my questions for Tibbs are just about the playoffs. And that won't be resolved until the playoffs. Yeah, sadly. Um, and that's when we'll know, um, you know, if we can extend him or not. Yeah, I mean, it's a big year for him. It's a big year for Randall. It's probably a big year for the front office. Um, I'm sure the OG trade has helped them quite a bit in their standing, but I'm sure, I mean, a, I mean they're all up for extensions, right? Effectively. The front office, Tibbs, and Julius at the end of the season. So it's a big year for all of them. What, Julius can get like a 40-ish million dollar deal, something like around there, right? That, that's probably where something his... Has. Four years, 40? Four years, 40 per? I don't know if Probably it's four. more than that. It might start at 40 or something. I don't know what it is. What is it altogether? Hey. Like it's like a like a $200 max, $200 million max or something like that? Yeah, I wish it was $200. <laughs> right. $200. <laughs> we'll have to think about that, Julius. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> Um, Kid Kuro, he says, I really wanted to see more Deuce Smith in the fourth instead of Josh Hart. We all would have. Um, Deuce would have been capable of providing bare minimum spacing for Brunson and Dante to do something. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, Josh Hart's minutes were brutal. Um, the fact that he just kept driving into the paint and then dishing back out to the um, perimeter and resetting these plays just really didn't help anything. Um, and yeah, they, just, they just don't respect him as a shooter. And tonight kind of showed not... Not really, but like it, it, it kind of reiterated our point of like when Josh Hart is on the court, they just kind of ignore him and it makes things harder for the offense. Um, and I tweeted out today too during the game, I was like, Josh Hart, you got to take these threes because like you're making the offense harder for Brunson. He's the only engine out there and he can't do anything if you know they're doubling and you're not hitting open threes or at least taking them. I can't find anything on what his max would be. This um, Omar Yusuf says it would be around four years, 173 ish million. Oh, okay, so oh, it's like four years, what 43? 43. Per? I'm easily giving that. I'm sorry, cat makes fucking 55, dog. Like, it's it's one of those things, it's one of those things. You can only you can they can do what they did last time. Well, we'll sign him to this contract because we know we'll trade, we can trade him when need be. And then Julius is going to tank his first year. Then he'll be awesome the next two years. And we'll do this again. All right. So, oh, man. We got to give him one more contract, guys. No, I mean, hopefully, 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 Randall's just good in the playoffs. And I give him that money and I don't even worry about it. Man. I mean, hey, he gets some well needed rest, some time off now. Hopefully, you know, this helps him towards the playoffs. He's not gassed he doesn't have that excuse um and he won't be injured um and this is a team that's pretty optimized to him doing or him playing well so there's that <clears throat> yep. yep omar yusuf asked the amazing question of has fournier officially played his last minutes as a nick hopefully seems like it, was... seems like it. when's the last time he played like what was it that that washington game or something Whatever, how many, however many games ago it was. Was it the matter? So. That that game was more recent than the Pacers one, right? The one where right before we traded for OG, or like right after we made the trade. 
that was that was more recent okay yeah and thankfully i could not bear to watch another minute of fournier try to he, he fournier thinks he's still in the glory years of um the kemba year where he had free reign to shoot as many times as he wanted to and he was having 40 point games versus the celtics like no guy you're you're washed so they're gonna erase him from the history books too because dante's gonna break that three-point record oh hell yeah so, I'm rooting for it. Yeah. I, I mean, to break it too this year. All right. I think we're going to end here. Um, not much else to really speak about this game. Um, I feel like we're kind of reiterating the same points now, um, especially with the, the Josh Hart of it all, as it always comes to on these shows. Um, shout out to everyone that was here. Make sure you guys leave a like and subscribe. We are on our way to 2K subs. Um, so all that you do definitely helps us out. Check out the, all the links in the description. We got links to the site, merch, Patreon, and Twitter. Make sure you guys are following us on Twitter, getting all that good Knicks content there. Um, and you can follow us on Twitter. Make sure you guys, we will catch you guys on uh, Tuesday. We get two days off for rest, thankfully, and we'll be back versus the Memphis Grizzlies, the hospital Grizzlies. Hopefully we can have OG and Quentin Grimes back. Maybe these two days rest, give them some time to, recuperate maybe come back and be a little bit at more full strength versus these teams as we head towards the all-star break but we'll catch you guys then everyone enjoy your next two days of whatever sport you like to watch whether that's hockey football is there any football no nope. right and there's no hockey either i think there's so. no hockey either wow all-star so just enjoy game, just enjoy this pathetic nba that's been constant <laughs> blowouts lately so I don't know. Peace out. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.